This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This is the Daily Tip on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. Hey, Constable and Mark Drumheller here with you on the Daily Tip. Going in for Jenks and Chelsea. Mark, it is MLK Day, and the NBA celebrates MLK Day. Um, makes it kind of one of their traditions to have a big slate of afternoon games on uh, Martin Luther King Jr. Day. So all day today, we get NBA games leading up to more NBA games in the evening and also the wild card games that we'll have on tonight. So really like a great day, especially we've talked about the weather that's all across the country, how chilly it is, the places, snow, wind, ice, perfect day to sit on the couch, turn on a couple games, you know, fire up a few bets, sweat those out, and then uh, have that lead into a great evening of, of NFL games. It's a perfect plan. Yeah, early afternoon, it gets started. You know, don't they know we need a nap, Kate? Like, you know, it's a little bit early for me, to be <laughs> honest. <laughs> but, uh, no, it's it's great. You got games going all day. Um, you know, lots of fun matchups. You know, can't wait to get into them. And it's, it's, it's a fun day for sports. You know what I mean? Like, you know, kids have off from school. You know, it's yeah, you got everything going on. And having two playoff games, that, that's, like, the big difference. Like, I feel like we didn't have, like, the big day of NFL playoffs. It's kind of been, like, a little bit of a slow burn because it's spread out. Like, two games, two games, and now two games today. Um, and, you know, that, that part's kind of interesting. I don't know if I like that or not. But, uh, you know, we get a little bit doubleheader in the playoffs, too. So, not bad. Yeah, it does make it a little bit harder. Oh, the okay, Buffalo games at th- starts at 3.30 today, Central Time. I was thinking mm-hmm. that those were on at the same time, both tonight, and I was thinking that would be – I hate when that happens because how do you yeah. watch both of them unless you have multiple TVs, um, which I know a lot of people do, but still, it's just not – you can't focus and on them you, quite as well. As, how can you watch two games and do a puzzle at the same time? It's like, you know, it gets really difficult. I was just going to say – you can't focus on the game all that well when you don't have a puzzle in front of you that you're also working on. Don't tempt me, Mark. I may have puzzles. to fire up. The two games, two puzzles. Uh, We're going all out. I know. I know. I, that I, The more we talk about it, the more I'm just like itching to get back out on the field, uh, a.k.a. The back to hit. the table where the I can fire up hit. a new puzzle. Yeah, the under is going to hit. That's it. That's for sure. Especially with, yeah, today everyone's off work, school, all that jazz. What am I supposed to do? Nap, puzzle, games, puzzle, games. Perfect. Uh, but Bet. speaking of the NBA and these games, noon East, noon Central, one Eastern kicking off or tipping off, I should say, with your Philadelphia 76ers against the Rockets. Joel Embiid practiced yesterday, game time decision tonight. I would imagine he plays, especially this line is kind of telling you that he's going to play because Philly's a seven and a half point favorite. 
against the Rockets tonight. Two Rockets haven't been terrible. They've kind of been bad on the road. But with Joel Embiid back in the lineup tonight, I, I feel like you'd have to take the Sixers minus the seven and a half. Yeah, I think so, too. You look at the dynamics of this matchup, you know, the Rockets are a team, pretty heavy splits, right? Really strong at home, really rough on the road. And this is, you know, game five of a road trip, right? So, you know, five straight road games, just the fifth straight one. They're one and three during that stretch. Just got done playing Boston, which, you know, takes a lot out of you, right? <laughs> like, they're a tough team to cover. Yeah. Uh, they're going to run you up and down the floor. So, I, I think with those factors, like, I would, I would lean Philadelphia here. Um, I actually think they're a solid bet. I might bet them. Might punch this one in. We'll get the bet and start a little bit early. But uh, like the Sixers here in this spot, especially, you know, you get Embiid back. You get a Houston team that's got to be tired on the end of a pretty big road trip. Uh, I think they can get the job done and win with margin. Yeah, I do too. Especially Sixers haven't played since the 12th, so they have had two full days off before today's game. And Joel Embiid, when he missed uh, time a little bit earlier this season and then came back, I'm pretty sure that was the game, like his first game back after missing two or three, he posted a triple-double. So he's not taken like any time to ease back into everything. He's still throwing up uh, the same big numbers that he was early on in the year despite coming off of a couple games. So, yeah, as we talk about this one a little bit more, I, I don't have any NBA bets that I have made quite yet, but the minus seven and a half, I think is one that I'm going to have to make before uh, this noon game. That'll be my afternoon sweat. It's always nice to start the day off with a win, right? You know, you get one you like, and when yeah. it's the first game on there, like when I bet UFC, like sometimes I like to bet the first fight on the card. That way, you know, you start things with a win, <laughs> you get the mojo rolling as you get into the, to the day. And, you know, I would love it. Listen, I've had a great NFL playoffs, great wild card weekend. I'm going to continue that heater hopefully today. And if I can, you know, mix in some NBA wins to get the party started, yeah, you know, it wouldn't be a bad idea. Yeah, did I see that you went 4-0 in the wildcard games this weekend with your picks, Mark? Yeah. Yeah, we're dialed in, man, 4-0. So, uh, you know, we I was on uh, – it kind of mixed it up. Like, I was on Houston. It was on the uh, Miami under. And then yesterday we hit the uh, Dallas team total over, and then we had the Rams plus the three last night. So – uh, 4-0, Hope, hopefully we keep it moving on Buffalo and then on that Tampa team total over. So it's the two ways I attacked it. So um, try not to lay points too much. You know, it is the NFL, crazy things happen. But um, I, I think Buffalo is the right move. I didn't want to touch that total, you know, with the because I can't trust Pittsburgh's offense. You know what I mean? So I don't know. We'll see. We'll lay the double digits, see what happens. But it's not – I don't like the Bills. So it's it's kind of – it was a tough bet to make. Yeah, and I'm not feeling so great about my Steelers plus 10 now after uh, hearing how successful you've Tough been. game to handicap. It's not an easy one. That's probably the hardest one of the whole weekend. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, but back to the NBA. Other games going on today. Draymond Green makes his return to the Warriors tonight. They are in Memphis taking on the Grizzlies. Warriors are eight and a half point favorites. Kind of makes sense with the way this season is going for the Memphis Grizzlies. No John Moran. He's done for the season. Uh, Marcus Smart is out until mid-February. And now the newest news is that Desmond Bain is injured. And he is out until mid-February as well. So all of a sudden, all any sort of scoring opportunities or, or scorers that were still on the floor for Memphis, no longer on the floor. And it's going to be a tough, tough go for this team even against a Warriors team that's been on the road for a couple games, 
they've struggled themselves getting Draymond Green back. I honestly don't really know what to, how to think about that or, or in what way I'm, you know, considering how that impacts the handicap here because do the Warriors kind of rally around Green? Does he kind of bring them back to um, – their comfortability because he's he's kind of the quarterback of that defense and all of that. So a lot of times they play significantly better with him in, but he's been the the point of contention with this team for quite some time now. So how does that affect him? I don't know. A lot of questions to be an- asked, answered. Still, Warriors minus seven and a half, I think is, again, laying a decent number, but the side you have to go with. Yeah, I mean, you look at it at first glance and you're like, man, like, how are the Warriors laying seven and a half? And then you dig into it and the injury to Bane, you know, obviously Moran out, you know, but they, the Bane injury kills them. And you're just like, where's this team going to get offense or defense? You know, both ends of the floor, I think they're going to struggle. Um, but I just, uh, it's a no bet for me. Like, I just can't lay the seven and a half with Golden State. You don't know what you're going to get from Draymond. I mean, he'd come back and get thrown out again immediately. Like, who knows with that guy, you know? So, um, I, do you look at the total? Like, you know, I don't know. Memphis can't play any defense. Like, I don't know. It's it's a tough game. I, I mean, to me, it's probably a stay away on this one. Maybe you look at, like, a Memphis team total under. Because I yeah, just, especially Jaron Jackson Jr. is also questionable. If he doesn't play, where is the scoring going to come from? Um, right. And Draymond's back to total anchor does- to defense. Yeah, feel a little high. So maybe a, a Memphis team total is kind of how I would look at this one. Um, like other that. games on this late today, we have the Bulls-Cavs. I don't really have faith in the Bulls in this situation. They have they did just lose to the Warriors a couple nights ago, went back, uh, back-to-back, then played the Spurs and won that game, but it is the Spurs. So I'm not playing anything in Bulls and Cavs. Uh, any other games on the slate that you have your eye on, Mark? Um, I think they're, you know, a couple games are interesting. Obviously, the night cap with the Thunder and the Lakers, you know, I think SGA, like the Thunder are probably my favorite team to watch right now. Like they're just, yeah. you know, I, I love seeing these like small market teams kind of, you know, make that leap and develop. So uh, that'll be fun. And the Lakers, you know, how they bounce back, you know, they, they've been looking a little tired, you know, lately. So, you know, I think that's an interesting game. I probably wouldn't mind, you know, at even money, play a little Oklahoma City money line. You know, it might not be a bad look. Um, but you know, I think there's a, a couple interesting games, you know, magic's lost three games in a row. They're playing the Knicks. The Knicks are a team that is like trying to prove they belong in the top of the East, right? They've been making some strides. Can they continue at these types of games or what kind of, you know, puts you there? Um, it's, but you, but you get a magic team, fun, young team that's lost three in a row. Like do they bail or is it a bouncement back spot for them? So I think, you know, that one, and then Celtics Raptors is good too. Like, I don't know, man. The Raptors just let up 145 points to the Jazz, I think. Like, are Celtics going to get 200 here? Like, what's going to happen in this game with this new-look Raptors team and this defense or lack thereof? So I just want to see how many points the Celtics score, right? We're betting all the overs in that one. Yeah, talk about team totals. Maybe that's where you look at with the Celtics. The Raptors, I mean, with the trade and – no longer having OG Ananobi, who was one of their better defensive players. Now you bring in RJ Barrett, who doesn't play a lick of defense. So they are allowing a ton of points. Raptors offense has been significantly better since the trade with Barrett and Emmanuel quickly. Raptors were in a really tough spot in that game against the Jazz because they had been on the road. I believe that was their sixth or seventh 
road game and the final one of that trip they had the Lakers where they you know um their head coach after the game came out and said the foul discrepancy he was pissed about that uh then they played the Clippers played the Clippers fairly close but still lost that game before going to Utah so the Raptors being back at home they've had a tough stretch I almost don't like the fact that this is their first home game since that stretch because after seven games on the road, you're gone for what, like two weeks? A lot of responsibilities mm-hmm. getting back to the house. You got to make sure the family's in order. The girls, the girl, well, maybe there's multiple girls. Who knows? Girlfriends are in order. It's just maybe your focus isn't totally on the game here. So again, I mean, I tend to lay the points more often than I do take the points in the NBA, which maybe isn't always the best practice. But the Boston Celtics... Coming off a big win, I think that they're able to get the job done in Toronto like tonight. It. And I do like to look on the team total. Yeah, I, I, I think Celtics and Celtics team total over is probably a solid look. You know, get some over on some props too. Probably look at those numbers. But, um, you know, it, it, I, I think it's a great point because I feel like when teams come back home after a road trip like that, you know, like a little edge is kind of baked into the number. It's like, hey, they're coming back home mm-hmm. now. They're going to be a little bit better. Um, but coming back home and playing the Celtics is, is a whole different ball game, right? <laughs> like that's a pretty like rough homecoming. So um, I like Celtics here. I team total over is probably good. Um, I want to see how many points. Maybe some alt team total over. Like maybe just try and really, you know, take some shots with some plus money because I think they could they could put up a ton of points here against Toronto. Uh, Mark, you just mentioned that you like the Thunder tonight, potentially on the money line against the Lakers. I actually really like that play a lot. But looking mm-hmm. at the futures market right now, the Thunder are 18 to 1 to win the NBA championship. And that's where the, you know the Timberwolves are sitting around there too. The Phoenix Suns, 12 to 1. So better odds to win the the championship than the thunder and yet the suns are kind of a disaster really th- i mean things just aren't going as well as uh i think the ownership hoped bringing in bradley beal and kevin durant to pair him with devin bookter i don't see the suns winning a title whatsoever yeah i think when you look at you know the way these teams fall on the odds board it's like you know there's so much name brand value packed into the suns right like it's almost like still the market's like well you know they do have the rent so you know we can't we can't mm-hmm. just completely count them out but i would be much more comfortable taking a shot with a team like oklahoma city or even minnesota like one of these more up-and-coming teams um you know at these prices like once you get outside of like the top five teams you know where you're you're looking at you know boston you know milwaukee philadelphia and then in the west probably Denver and the Clippers. Um, I, I think that you have to look at these young up and coming teams. It's going to be hard as they go through, you know, the playoffs. Like, you know, can you trust them to win a long series, you know, when it really matters? But I, uh, I, I definitely think there's value there with those teams. Uh, you know, I would be much more comfortable playing them. Right. I mean, they're more of a complete team. You have more scoring options. Maybe not the as many caliber players as Durant and Booker, but like you still have more depth, more defense, no defense more of basically too. Like everything. Injuries. And yeah. 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 It's just, can't stay you healthy. gotta be out on the Suns. I, I just think the numbers, I think, you know, way too short on the Suns. Like so many things have to go right for them to, you know, 
get in the playoffs and then be able to kind of like, you know, work through, you know, the field consistently without, you know, injuries right. and, and that sort of stuff. Right. Yeah. I mean, you look at the Sixers are right above the Suns and the Sixers are notoriously poor in the playoffs these last uh, decade. I would still take the mm-hmm. Sixers over the Suns to win the championship. All right, coming up on the other side, we're going to head back to these wild card games today. Pittsburgh and Buffalo, Philly and Tampa. We'll give out our favorite bets. Stick with us here. This is the Daily Tip on the BetQL Network. The Daily Tip will be right back on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. Welcome back to the Daily Tip on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. Welcome back to the Daily Tip. Kate Constable and Mark Drumhell are here hanging out with you for the next half hour, 40 minutes as we wrap up the show. Next segment, we will give out our best bets. Unfortunately, the doctor won't be joining us today, but he sent his bets uh, in through the mail. So we were able to get those and we'll be able to give those out to you as well. Just no donkster present on the show today. Mark, um, still on just coffee number three. Didn't go back for the fourth. And I don't think we're going to at this point because I've got a nap with my name on it coming up at about 8.01 here, central time. Um, so the the over on the coffee is lost today, unfortunately for you. Letting everybody down. I, I'm beside myself here. I thought that you'd be plowing through them by now. You know, we, we all this talk I, about coffee and then it comes game time and you're like, yeah, hey, you know what? I, I think a nap later. Yeah. I mean, uh, me and the Cowboys kind of uh, one and the same talk a big game. Don't show up when it matters. Apparently uh, we, uh, the energy of the show is stronger than caffeine. That's what it is, dude. That's true. That's a better way to look at it than than lumping myself in with the poor, sad Cowboys that uh, <laughs> did not get the job done last night against the Packers. Uh, were you as shocked as I was just with how that game started? I mean, it was Packers from the beginning, and despite the final score being a little bit closer than the game really indicated, like it was the Packers from the start to the finish. They were just dominant in that one, which was – surprising to me especially being they were on the road yeah I mean listen going in I definitely you know I definitely think more about LaFleur as a coach than I do McCarthy so the fact that McCarthy got out coach doesn't surprise me but just the extent of it like you know you think at least like Dan Quinn it felt like Dallas's defense didn't have any answers and like they're even talking about in the broadcast they're like they're playing the safety so deep in the run fits and they're kind of like the broadcast is even confused as far as what Dallas is doing on defense and the lack of adjustments. I, I thought that was interesting. I also thought that like McCarthy's going to take a lot of the heat here, you know, and, and he probably mm-hmm. should, but Dak was bad. And, and all we heard like, you know, the past couple weeks is uh, Dak should be MVP. This Cowboys offense is so great. Like, you know, and again, like we're, we're in the playoffs. We're in a big spot. And the only time this guy scores is when they're down 27 points. You know what I mean? Like, and he was throwing bad pay. Like, there were several, several dropped interceptions from the Packers. Like, he could have had five picks in that game. And to me, I think a guy like Dak, who is where he's at in his legacy, in his career, like, you know, like, 
like these are must win games like he's going to go down as a guy who just can't win these big games and you know you hear the narrative that he's not that guy all regular season but then it gets into the playoffs and you i mean this is the first seven seed ever and granted they haven't been playing seven seeds since being in the playoffs but it's, i mean usually these teams get steamrolled and they go out there and go up 27 nothing and you know the, the most prolific offense in the nfl looks like garbage yeah outside of tonight's bills steelers game at minus 10 that was the second largest spread of the weekend got up to seven and a half at some points and with uh, Dak this season, like it's, it felt like his turnover issue was finally fixed a little bit. Hadn't turned the ball over mm-hmm. a ton, wasn't throwing the same number of interceptions he had in previous seasons, and then he gets in this big moment. And to your point, there were only two interceptions yesterday, but two too many to begin with, and there could have been a whole lot more. I mean, he just was off entirely in so many different facets of that game yesterday that you have to wonder if he can win in those big moments. Yeah, and because the Packers' defense stinks. Like, they're awful. <laughs> like, they're 26th in EPA per play, 30th in success rate allowed. Like, all year in Green Bay, they've been making fire Joe Barry shirts, right? Like, like they mm-hmm. can't wait to get rid of the defensive coordinator. The defense has been a complete mess, and they can, they just shut them down. Yeah, uh, Joe. They the the Cowboys made Joe Barry look really, really good yesterday because <laughs> that Packers' Might defense was – Right? Seriously. Yeah. Seriously. Might have saved his job and might have uh, uh, gotten Mike McCarthy out of a job. We'll see. Probably get some news later today on on just where the, the Cowboys are leaning towards in that aspect. Uh, but speaking of defenses, Mark, Pittsburgh Steelers are going to be without TJ Watt today, which is a massive blow uh, for that defense. Uh, Steelers kind of turn into a different team without Watt on the field. And that's coming from me who uh, is taking the Steelers plus 10. Now that I'm, you know, talking this out with someone else, sometimes it takes verbalizing some of these things to make you realize how stupid you are. Uh, Am I really, (laughs) really stupid for taking the Steelers today plus 10? I know you like the Bills, but, like, could you make any case for the Steelers? With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I can't, I mean, listen. Like I said, it's this was a very hard bet for me to make because it goes against like all the fundamental principles that I follow as a sports better. Like a total this low, you almost have to take the double digit dog. But um, and there are some things like you mentioned the the Watt injury hurts and and how they performed without him. You know, you know historically is very bad, but they address that like they went out and they got more depth this year and so they're in better position to kind of deal with this type of injury than they have been in the past so i wouldn't put you know too much weight on that yes you know you lose a player like tj watt was he you know led the nfl in sacks i think you know third and defensive you know player of the year uh you know odds so you know he's a significant piece right and against buffalo bills offense you need all all the good players you can get but um you know, I think they're a little better positioned to handle that. To me, it just came down to Rudolph. Like, I'm not comfortable 
they score in double digits here. So, they, you know, it's 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 can Buffalo get the 24? I think if they get the 24, they could probably cover the number. Yeah, because you have to think, too, Mason Rudolph, to your point with him, like he's not just a backup quarterback. He was the third string quarterback for this team. Kenny Pickett, Mitch Trubisky, yeah. Mason Rudolph. So it's not just a backup quarterback coming in like a Joe Flacco who uh, had a ton of success prior to this wild card game. But uh, Mason Rudolph is the third string quarterback going up against a Buffalo Bills team that's been red hot lately. It's just, can the Bills, to me, can the Bills continue this? Because they are somewhat of an inconsistent team. Um, and for as good as Josh Allen is, he makes some questionable decisions sometimes. Like, he better not turn the ball over quite as much as Dak Prescott did. Otherwise, the Steelers are going to be able to stay in this game. Yeah, they'll give them chances. Like, Buffalo is going to give them chances, but whether, you know, Rudolph can capitalize on those, you know, it's it's just a tough spot, I think, for any any quarterback. Like, going on the road in Buffalo, you know, in this type of situation, you know, it, and now you cap it off that it's Rudolph. Like, is this his first playoff experience? Like, I'm not sure, but I think it might, it might be – his first playoff experience. So now like you add that, like what a way to get introduced to the playoffs. You got to go to Buffalo, you know, in a weird time you're playing at four 30, you know, I'm not saying he's Kirk cousins. He has to play the same time every week, but you know, all these things kind of add up to where you're just like, how does he perform well here? And it's not like Jordan love or CJ Stroud, where they're young guys who just don't have the experience, but have a ton of arm talent and, you know, have it, you know, mm-hmm. where they could, hey, if they can settle themselves down, they can perform in the moment. Uh, this is Mason Rudolph, man. And, like, I don't, like, I'm not trying to, like, beat the guy up, but he's not a good football player. Like, you know what I mean? Like, anyone who's watched him play quarterback, not good. It's been good lately, but this is a whole different ball game. So that's really what it came down to me. And it's hard because, again, it goes against what I feel like my religion is is sports betting. Like, Low total, double-digit dog, fade the bills. These are all things I preach every single week, and now I'm turning around and doing the opposite. But it's just because of I don't think Pittsburgh's really, like, a viable offense, you know, in this game. So, I mean, that's really what it comes down to. And Bill confirming in the chat, this is Mason Rudolph's first playoff start on the road against the Red Hot Bills team in a snowstorm. Winds, hopefully those will have died down a little bit prior to the game, but looking at about 15-mile-an-hour winds right now, uh, the odds are stacked heavily against the Steelers. There's going to be fire. There's going to be tailgating, jumping on tables. Like, is he really ready for all that? What is, what's with the jumping on tables? Like Eagles fans, you guys are nuts. I I, I will give you that. Um, not always in a great way either, Mark. But mm-hmm. the Bills fans like jumping on tables. When did when did that start? Like that's been going yeah, on since the very beginning, right? And what <clears throat> it is, seems what's with like it? it's been going on for a while. But I don't. I mean, listen, I'm all for fun and like that kind of stuff. But like, I don't like to jump in the fire. Like that's just not my thing. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I I don't, I don't see, I don't understand the point of that, you know, and it's like, Hey, we're crazy. And you know, all that stuff. I don't know. I mean, you know, I'm a little disappointed. I, you know, they, they gave him 20 bucks to go out there and shovel. I thought that thing would be ready for game time yesterday. And now, you know, (laughs) we have to watch it on four 30 on a Monday. Yeah. No, all that jumping in the fire and you can't, you can't shovel the snow. Come on, man. They, they should be able to do that. If you can jump a, through a table and jump in the fire, you can shovel a little snow. Let's go. 
Uh, the other game tonight, Mark, your Philadelphia Eagles laying three on the road in Tampa Bay. A little bit better weather uh, in Tampa Bay, being it's the, the Florida sunshine. Uh, Bucks minus 120 if you like them, plus three. Even money if you like the Eagles, minus three. I don't know if I can trust the Eagles right now. Lost five of their last six games. They look like an absolute disaster. Like for as good as the Bills season turned around and they were able to end it, it's been the complete opposite for the Eagles, just spiraling uh, coming into the postseason here. Yeah, so this is, again, the principles of betting, right? You look at these two teams. Philadelphia hasn't covered in six straight weeks, right? Feels like six months, but it's been six weeks. Tampa Bay covered last five games, right? You know, propelled themselves to, you know, the NFC South, which isn't the most competitive division. But, hey, they won the division. You give them credit, right? Um, So when a better sees that, they say, oh, there's got to be, you know, listen, you're buying the Eagles at their lowest point. Tampa Bay is at the highest point. There has to be line value here, you know, with Philadelphia. Um, You got to take them in this spot. You know, it makes sense that they're favored. Um you know, and it, it almost seems like taking Tampa is a trap. But I just think Philadelphia is done. Like, and I hate saying this as a fan, but I there's a part of me, and maybe it is being a fan and kind of like preparing yourself for the worst. But I just think sometimes when you're done, you're done. And I don't know how much they have left in the tank. So I couldn't lay three here at even money. That's why I tacked it with the Tampa Bay team total. That way I still have a chance to where, hey, you know what? I think it's the best way to attack the game first and foremost. Money is money. But, you know, Tampa can cash that bet and my Eagles can still win and I can be, you know, happy on both fronts. That's what we want to do here. Um, but, uh, you know, they're going to have to score points to win. I don't have any faith in this defense. You know, I talked about the issues earlier. I don't think they're going to change. Like, I don't think a week, you know, like these guys need like two weeks off. Like, I don't think, you know, anything's going to change. Now you have to go on the road. Um, I know Tampa's offense hasn't looked good, but – Again, 24 points, you know, to the Giants, 300 yards to Tyrod Taylor. You don't have to look good to put up points here. Um, so, I mean, that's the way I'll tack it. But I couldn't – at minus three, even at even money, I just couldn't do it with the Eagles. Not with Hurts banged up, not with no A.J. Brown. What did you get the team total at? 20 and a half? 20 and a half, yeah. All right. I, I kind of like that. I may be joining you on that one yeah, i'm also going to target like maybe 21 and a half are out there now like i'm not sure where the market's at i got it earlier in the week but um i mean the total is 43 so it's probably you know right in that name but even i mean i would even play the 21 and a half like if if that's what's out there like yeah. I, I think that they'll score in the mid-20s i think the eagles are probably gonna might have to get in the 30s to win the game the eagles defense has been not the entire issue but a huge issue so giving up a ton of yards to opposing receivers, I think you target uh, Mike Evans props, target Chris Godwin's props for over receiving or receptions. Uh, but yeah, the defense had awful, especially in the secondary this season, giving up tons of yards. I mean, I think they are the worst secondary in the NFL. I know they're giving up the second uh, most yards to opposing wide receivers. So attacking, yeah, yeah. Tampa Bay's team yeah. totals or receivers props, I think that's that's how you have to go versus playing a side here. Yeah. And it all starts at the pass rush. Like they can't get home. They can't get to the quarterback. So, you know, these receivers have all day to run around and get open. And that, that, that makes it tough here. You know, it's, it's going to be an interesting game for sure. But, you know, when I saw this matchup, I was like, Oh, I'm going to take the Eagles. 
because I'm going to get line value here because it's bottom of the market for them, top of the market with Tampa, but I just couldn't get there. Just couldn't do it. Yeah, if you had told me prior to the start of the season that Baker Mayfield uh, would be going up against Jalen Hurts and I would be betting more so on Baker Mayfield having a, a more successful outing, I probably wouldn't have believed you, but uh, that's where we are with the Eagles right now. It's been pretty rough going. Yeah, I mean, big story was, you know, hey, you know, Jalen Hurts went to Quez Watkins and was like, you better be ready because A.J. Brown's not here. And the Eagles just, like, Smith-Brown, great duo. But after that, the depth really falls off. And I think it's going to show in this one. It's going to be tough. Yep, it is going to be tough. Uh, Matt just put in the chat, the Eagles' path to the Super Bowl is Baker, Jared Goff, and Purdy. Three quarterbacks that I think Jalen Hurts can claim he's a little bit better than most of them, but uh, who knows if his team will come together to be better uh, than the Tampa Bay Buccaneers tonight. Our best bets on the other side of the break as we wrap up the show. This is the Daily Tip here on the Beckuel Network. The Daily Tip will be right back on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. Welcome back to the Daily Tip on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. Well, network, Kate Constable, Mark Drumheller, wrapping things up with you here on this Monday on uh, Martin Luther King Jr. Day. A lot of NBA games this afternoon, Mark. NBA uh, celebrates MLK Day every year with just a full slate of games. So starting at uh, 1 Eastern with your Sixers. Then we've got the Bills and Steelers at uh, 4.30 Eastern, followed by Eagles and Bucks. So tons of sports i mean we said it earlier in the show this is actually a great day for sitting on the couch watching sports all day most people are off of work if you work a normal nine to five kids are home from school what's uh what's going on in the drumheller house this afternoon all day action just just how we like it right so you know we'll get basketball started early you know hey maybe put in a little uh you know cross sport parlay right maybe we mix it up a little bit uh you know but it's gonna be a fun day for sure kids are home from school so they'll be running around doing their thing um but you know sports all day man we're gonna fire up some bets we're gonna win some money and we're gonna boost that bankroll I like the sounds of that bankroll's been running a little low lately on my end so I would like to boost that (laughs) Quite a bit this afternoon. Um, coming up next on the BetQL Network, BetQL Daily is up. Jason uh, Lacanfora, Odyssey NFL Insider, is going to join the crew. Aaron Hawksworth is going to jump on with us in just a few minutes uh, as we preview what's going on on BetQL Daily. But if you missed our conversation about tonight's NFL playoff action, you can download and subscribe to The Daily Tip wherever you get your podcasts and uh, listen to everything Mark and I have uh, had to say over the last couple hours all the insights into tonight's games. Uh, Mark, best bets for this afternoon. Before we do that, I believe David has a little sound. He will play for our best bets. Time to place your bets. 
All right, the cha-ching of the uh, cash register right there is what I'm hoping to be hearing later on tonight. So, Mark, why don't you start us off with your favorite bets for this afternoon and this evening? Yeah, I love that sound. It gives me, like, casino vibes, right, where you don't know what time it is. You don't – nothing mm-hmm. else exists <laughs> except, you know, your chips and your money and, you know, trying to uh, – you know, get to the cashier with some winning tickets. So we're going to try and do that today here in the NFL and the NBA. NBA two bets talked about them earlier. I like. Um, I'm going to fire on the uh, on the Sixers laying the points uh, against Houston. I think this is you know the end of a five game road trip for Houston. It's a tough spot. Not a great road team. Sixers hopefully getting Joel and Bead back. I think at home we'll be able to get the job done. Win by margin there. Um, and I'm going to lay it with the Celtics against Toronto. I think, you know, Toronto coming home, having to play the Celtics, really tough spot. They don't have the defense to to stay within this game, I think. So I like the Celtics in this spot. And then NFL, two picks, 4-0 for Wild Card Weekend. We're going to try and make it a sweep, go 6-0. It's going to start by laying the double digits with the Buffalo Bills, losing my religion here, going against all the betting principles I grew up with. Um, but we're going to take a shot and fade Mason Rudolph. Um, don't think the Steelers have the offense to keep this one close. And then we're going to wrap it up with the Tampa Bay team total over 20 and a half. I think that's the best way to target this game. Eagles defense most vulnerable unit. Um, and I think that Tampa Bay can clear 20 and a half pretty easily here. I like it. Uh, I'm going to join you in the NBA on the Sixers minus seven and a half against the Rockets. Joel Embiid, hopefully back today. It's looking like he will be based on uh, this line and, and how heavy it is in favor of Philly. Embiid's missed the last couple of games, but uh, when he missed time earlier this season, really didn't skip a beat in his first game back, posted a triple-double. Do I expect him to do that here again tonight? Don't think we get a triple-double out of Embiid, but uh, a 30-piece is definitely doable for the big man. So I'm laying the 7.5 with the uh, Sixers as well. I'm also going to lay the 8.5 with the Warriors over the Grizzlies. I just This Grizzlies team is in such a tough spot right now. Actually, I'm getting it at 7.5 over at BetMGM. Make sure you do your line shopping. Um, Grizzlies are just in such a tough spot with all the injuries. No John Morant, no Desmond Bain, no Marcus Smart. Jaron Jackson Jr. is questionable tonight. You're already out Steven Adams and Brandon Clark on the season. Who is going to be scoring for the Grizzlies in today's game? So, Going to look at the Warriors here. They get Draymond Green back. I'm going to go ahead and just bank on that being a positive, especially in his first game back. Hopefully we don't get into any more trouble, Draymond, today or moving forward. Um, but I do like the Warriors to uh, beat the Grizzlies pretty uh, handedly here, even on the road. So laying the seven and a half there. In the NFL, my best bets. We've talked about it. Um Clearly, like, by the sound of my voice, and I'm kind of, like, talking myself into this as I say it, but I'm taking the Steelers plus the 10. Too big of a number with the weather being what it is, winds, snow, high variables, things could go wrong. I'm going to take the Steelers plus the 10, and then I'm going to take Chris Godwin over 54 and a half receiving yards in the late game between the Eagles and the Bucks because the Eagles secondary has been awful this season. I think Mike Evans, obviously, I mean, you could target him as well, but he'll probably be the number one player receiver for the Bucks that um, Philly pays attention to. So opening things up a little bit more for Godwin to have a big game. He's gone over 54 and a half receiving yards in four of his last five games. So I am targeting him tonight for a big game in the receiving category. Mark, what do we think? 
I like it. <laughs> I think that that's like, you know, I think the Bucks offense is going to put up a big number. And I think you know, I talked about the move with Maddox moving to safety. Um, I think, you know, it's going to help a guy like Godwin in the middle. I think, you know, Tampa's receivers are going to be live. I, I think it's going to be a fun game. You know, I don't, I couldn't lay the three points with the Eagles. I obviously hope they win. Um, but, you know, conversely, I couldn't take the three points with the Bucs either. You know, like the Bucs, they, they are a team that has struggled at times and you are getting them at the top of the market here. So um, I think, you know, from a side perspective, I think the game's really interesting. But attacking this Eagles defense is just, you know, too easy not to take advantage of. You know, I don't think they're going to just show up on the road and, and put in this stunning performance and turn into the Eagles defense of last year. Still Matt Patricia on the sideline. So um, I think it's going to be a lot of points for Tampa. Todd Bowles or Nick Sirianni? Who would you have, rather have on your sideline? I think I'd rather have Sirianni. Uh, you know, I, I mean, I Bowles, like I think there's kind of like a ceiling on what he can do. You know what I mean? Like with this, you know, Tampa Bay team. And I think Sirianni's shown he can get to a Super Bowl if everything's going well. Um, I would probably pick Sirianni's coordinators for him, right? We're not going to go down that road again, right? He's <laughs> obviously a guy who needs some strong coordinators, which I think every coach does. Like a coach, when they get hired, they're only as good as their staff. That's what you always hear. You know, we're going to get into the hiring cycle soon in the next couple weeks. And that's what you hear is, you know, what, you know, what the staff, you look at, you know, D'Amico Ryan's, you know, Bobby Slowick's been like a, a godsend for them. And he's really been the difference mm-hmm. uh, there. So coordinators are important. So Sirianni does need those. Um, but yeah, I'd probably take him over Bowles. Yeah, I would too. Kind of a trick question. Yeah. I'm not sure too many people would be taking Bowles, really. Uh, unless you're yeah. a, a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan, right? <laughs> then maybe you do. But even even then, I'm not sure Todd Bowles is the guy that most people would choose to have on their sidelines. Um, the BetQL model, five-star best bets for insights, analysis, historical trends, and more five-star best bets. You can download the BetQL app and the model will tell you what it likes in terms of best bets today. That is Philly um, at Tampa Bay, taking the Bucks plus three and Warriors minus eight at the Grizzlies, the two five-star plays for today. Um, I'm, I'm liking that the model likes the Warriors with me. That's making me feel a little mm-hmm. bit better because laying seven and a half, eight, is kind of a big number with how the Warriors have performed this season. Yeah, I think it's good that, you know, the model kind of backs up what we've been talking about, right? Which is always which is always a solid look. You know, when you see that, it makes you a little more comfortable in the handicap. You're like, okay, the data, you know, supports it as well. Um, I, You know, I couldn't take the three with Tampa, but they are going to score points, I feel like. So it makes sense taking the dog in that spot. Yep. Let's go to uh, Aaron Hawksworth and see what is going on on BetQL Daily today. Good morning, Aaron. Did you win any bets this weekend? I swept, actually. But I also don't think I stopped laughing. Was anyone else laughing nonstop during that Cowboys game? That was incredible. That was bad. I was shocked. It was not the performance that Cowboys fans had wanted whatsoever. It was terrible. 
Yeah, I had Jordan Love over one and a half passing touchdown. So happy about that. But m- even if all my bets lost, I probably would have woke up happy today. Just seeing the Cowboys <laughs> losing the playoffs. It's like the gift that keeps on giving. And uh, I'm here for it. Cannot wait. We've got Jason LaConfora coming on the show. Oh, always hilarious. Cannot wait to get his takes from the weekend. And then Joe Giglio, our former co-host from WIP, joins us to talk about the Eagles. Can they overcome all these injuries? It's going to be tough. Um, I I don't know what to make of this game. Is the Bucks? Is Baker 100%? I mean, this one's a tough one to handicap, I think. Yeah, that's what we've been talking about today is not even taking a side in that game, but looking at some props, Bucks receivers, Mark likes the team total over for Tampa Bay. Some of those bets are maybe the way to go in that game just because the side is kind of tricky to uh, figure out. But uh, Aaron, I hope you guys have a wonderful show. Thank you for joining us. Listen to uh, BetQL Daily coming up right after the show here. Mark, finish things off. Um, any, any final advice to betters this afternoon going into these NBA games and NFL games? Yeah, just listen in these weather games, we're going to see this go into next week. You know, weather is going to be a story. Just don't be so quick to jump on top of it. We know we want to beat the number, but weather can change. Locations can change, you know, as we saw. So it's an important thing to think of. Like, you want to get the best of the number. You hear weather is going to be bad. You want to fire in early. But all that stuff can change. And as we saw, the locations can change as well. So maybe better to just kind of be a little more measured, wait until later in the week till you have a better idea of what's going on. All right, that's going to do it here for us. Mark, I'm going to go fire up a puzzle after I take a quick nap, maybe have a couple more coffees. But that's going to be our show today. Thank you all so much for joining us. BetQL Daily is coming up next here on the BetQL Network. Have a great day. You've been listening to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. If you missed any of the show, listen back anytime on the new and improved Odyssey app.